This is a Pasco Media production. Please visit pascomedia.com. Hello and welcome to the Abiding Together podcast where we desire to provide a place of encouragement, rest and hope for all of you who are on the journey of living out your passion and purpose with Jesus Christ just like we are. My name is Sister Miriam James, and I am with my two friends, but this is huge because we're actually in the same room. Finally. So I'm looking at the two of their beautiful faces with their cups of coffee. People, it's epic. So Heather and Michelle, we're all at Michelle's house in Florida where it's sunny and like five degrees. And so <laughs> Michelle, welcome to sunny Florida. Thanks for having us. Seriously, the one week they come and visit me, we get almost snow. We got little flurries and it is so cold. We're all in sweatshirts and um, sweatpants and we are freezing cold. Yeah, it feels like Canadian home to me. Mm-hmm. I got up this morning and your children were at the door with a snowball in their hands. Like literally, <laughs> we're making snowballs in Florida. So I feel like it's it's a sham, Michelle. I feel like all of this oh. talk of flip flops and tank tops, it's which is all Heather brought, by the way, in her suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's she opens up her suitcase; it's like four pairs of flip flops and a bunch of shorts and tank tops. So. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad for you. <laughs> it is. It's a sham. Actually, I blame Heather for the whole entire weather yeah. incident. You know, like she's like El Nino, El Nino, <laughs> El Nino, whatever, all by herself. Like she's the reason I have cold weather. I am a force of nature. You are a force. Of nature, <laughs> and it's darn oh. cold. But we're at least we're together. Yes, we're together, which is totally fun. So we don't know where this podcast is going to go now that we're all in the same room together. It could mm-hmm. veer off in <laughs> directions. Yeah, have mercy on us, listeners. Just stay with us. Yeah, grab your coffee. Stay with us. So we're going to actually conclude our Advent series, part four. Um, we've talked about belonging. We've talked about beloved. We've talked about being still. And today we're going to talk. We're going to talk about believe. And I'm laughing because we were. Talking, <laughs> this is going downhill already. Is because. <laughs> okay. <And they're, laughs> Okay, Sister Reader's dying. Let me just dive in. So I said, we're talking about bay leaves, and then I was ready to, like, get my soup recipe out. So if you're wondering why Heather keeps talking about soup, it's because she thought the episode was bay leaves, but it's actually believe. Okay, good. She might Thanks give for you, clarifying. She might give you a good soup recipe at the end, so that might be her one thing. So uh, to kind of guide our conversation, we're going to actually take from the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 145, where Elizabeth says to Mary, she says, Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. So blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. So this is no pun intended pregnant with (laughs) meaning, I think, when Elizabeth says that to Mary. And I think all of us have had moments in our life where we really have to ask ourselves, do I really believe? Like, is that what really God has promised in my life? Is it really going to come to pass, especially in times of waiting, which seems like maybe all hope is lost. So, um, Ladies, I don't know, Heather, Michelle, you guys want to jump in and talk about that, of just kind of what God is doing in your heart in this season of believing and the promises that he makes, and how do we continue to journey forward even when it seems like, like Tom Petty says, the waiting is the hardest part. Yeah, it it sure is. I mean, we talked about this last time, that Mm -hmm. the idea of Mary, uh, the Annunciation happening, and this word being proclaimed to her, and, and then her having to wait with just this promise, and there's nothing that seemingly has changed like her body hasn't changed like nothing she's just having to go on the proclamation of the word Mm -hmm. and the promise and i feel like i that resonates so deeply with me in my life that there's often times where you don't see tangible evidence of the promise maybe um and it's really the gift of faith that has to 
ride you through like these these times and it tests what you truly believe about god you know is he good is Mm. he holding out on me is he taps into the wounds from the garden you know from way way back in the heart of our humanity and every person like is god really who he says he is is he gonna give me good things or is he withholding from me and um and that's tested for me in those times you know the gift mm-hmm. of faith is something that I pray for often because it is a gift. It's not mm-hmm. something I can strive for, muster up, work harder to get. Um, it's a gift that I have to receive. Mm-hmm. I think it's faith is hope of evidence of things unseen. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to step it out. And um, I think of it that there's a scripture in Hebrews, by faith, Abraham, by faith, you know, Noah, like the hall of fame of faith. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to be in that hall of fame. I want my name in there. I want to yeah. be in this hall of fame. And sister and I went to morning mass this morning, and Heather did it. She was sleeping because she's a slacker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 no, she didn't. Just go there. Just her out. Bailey is people Bailey. It's okay, yeah. So okay, why? I am in a different time zone. It was like 5 a.m. Yeah, whatever. Oh. Anyway, like... Sister and I being the holy people that we are. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But we were at Mass, and they were talking. The priest was giving his homily, and the first reading was from Isaiah, and he was saying it was 500 years between this prophecy and Isaiah until the Savior came. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, my goodness, if I was the Jewish people, 500 years, people, like 500 years um, waiting, would I be faithful thinking that mm-hmm. God was going to come through with a savior? Mm-hmm. You know, if gener- like my grandchildren had come and other people had come and just holding on to God's promises and thinking about, okay, what are his promises that I think are so far off that they can never happen mm-hmm. in my lifetime? And I'm thinking, what if they don't happen in my lifetime? Oh, yeah. right. You know, like what if they don't like, what if certain things I've prayed for my children are certain things that I believe in hoping in God? What if it doesn't happen in my lifetime? Mm-hmm. Do I still believe and trust in him mm-hmm. that he is good? Mm-hmm. I would like to think I do, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, just holding on to those promises. And I mean, we don't know. We don't know. Well, I mean, I believe all of our prayers are faithful and all of them are like seeds, but we don't know when that fruit is going to come and it can yeah. come generations, you know, down the line. For us. Well, interesting too, that mm-hmm. we don't know what the yeah. best thing is. Like our oh, prayers might be directed so towards true. something that God knows is not the best thing for ourselves or for our family. And it's even trusting that, that a no from God is probably for something better, mm-hmm. you know, that it's not for something worse. Definitely not. That's not the kind of God mm-hmm. we have. Mm-hmm. I think too, just, uh, just recently reflecting more and more on the receptivity of Mary, you know, we're mm-hmm. talking about this and, and what really, that's what you both are saying. And that's what faith is. Faith is the reception of the revelation of God. Mm-hmm. And it's a gift, like you said, given to be received. And does that whole reality, I think John Paul II spoke of it so eloquently. And that's really the essence of holiness is the reception of God, like the receptivity of the soul to God. That's the whole, because we can't instigate it, we can't force it, we can't make it happen. All we can do is receive it. And then God stretches our soul, like St. Augustine says, to receive more of it. And mm-hmm. I've just really been more and more lately, just, I think I said this last time, I'm just struck by my own areas of self-protection. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about dreams last night, and we were sitting here in front of your Christmas tree last night talking about dreams or just areas where God is sowing into my life or areas where I thought I knew best for myself. And mm-hmm. so I had this whole vision of what things should look like, and then they don't. And I think now more and more I'm saying, Lord, you know, like, I love you. And that all I have is today. All I have is this moment. I love you. And I'm going to, to the best of my ability, open my soul to you so you can pour your beauty into it. And just trusting like the day by day things of, um, that God loves me. 
and mm-hmm. that he does have my best mm-hmm. intentions in mind. And when I don't, cause I'm so little, like mm-hmm. I'm just so little. And I, I reminded of that over and over again. I'm like, yes, Lord, I'm little mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I don't, I can't see the future. I don't always, I don't know what's best for me all the time, you know? And so, or even for other people, like, and so just offering those things and asking Mary to purify my heart and how I love and just how I serve and allowing that fruition to come to pass. But the fact, the most true thing is that God loves us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and the example of Mary is really beautiful because mm-hmm. she didn't have what it took. Like, it's no. not like she was some powerful, mighty, like, mm-hmm. wise, like, all, she was young mm-hmm. and innocent and didn't know, but she was just so open. And we've talked about this before on the podcast, like, her question of how can this be mm-hmm. is really, it teaches us a lot because she wasn't saying, why? God, why me? You know, mm-hmm. why, you know, thinking that she oh, knows best. Like, just so, the questions yeah. that we have of why God, like, speak to our, I know better than you. Like, how yes. could you think of this? And it's this sort of suspicion about God's intentions. Whereas Mary's response being, how can this be? Like, it's just how. Like, just show me how. How are you going to yeah. do this? Um, is a really open, beautiful, and little, like you said, yeah. disposition. And often we don't act little with God. We act like oh, we're big so too, true. and we know stuff too. And don't tell me what to do, and you know, whatever it is. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're so little. <laughs> don't you think that you can see God look at talking? You said, "Don't you sass me? Like, don't you sass me? I know better than you." You know? Yeah, like, or just being like, "Little girl, uh-huh. it's gonna be okay." Yeah, like right. I got you. Exactly. Like, I so have you. Can you can stop that little sassy attitude and march yourself right back into your room until you can be nice. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, but the believing, I think, one of the key parts for me has been: I need to know what God's promises are Amen. if I'm going to believe in something. If yeah. I don't, I will believe whatever whatever promises mm-hmm. are coming my way mm-hmm. from whoever they're coming from. Mm-hmm. You know. And I think that's where we have to root ourselves is in Scripture, mm-hmm. especially in Scripture. Like, it's filled with the promises of God. Mm-hmm. And also, sister, like you said, like, other people are speaking into our life yes. a lot of the time that there's things that God is communicating to us. And if we're not writing them down and really mm-hmm. taking time to ponder these things, like Mary pondered all these things in her heart, we're really going to miss um, what God's promises are and what to hang on to in the midst of difficulty and waiting. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I said that last time. I've done that more and more, just writing down the words that people are speaking into my life and just going over them and reviewing them or certain scriptures. I love the one from when we went to Mass this morning that, you know, Isaiah is saying, you know, love that like, look, which way do I go? Like, keep going when you go to the right or to the left to just, you know. And I like the voices behind you. So, like, the voice yes. behind you says which way to go. Yes. So, like, it's clear and yes. you can hear it behind mm-hmm. you saying, okay, yeah. this is what you need to do. You know, like, yeah. kind of like, I am. Um, he has our back. I'm behind mm-hmm. you. This is the voice, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. right behind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Father Father Joe Fitzgerald prayed Mass for us yesterday on, on December 8th, and he gave a beautiful homily about inconvenient interruptions, mm-hmm. which was so... Yeah. I think that's the phrasing he used, wasn't it? Inconvenient yeah, interruptions. So and it was beautiful. Phrase. I thought about that a lot, of how we're quote-unquote interrupted a lot of times, and we think, oh my gosh, you know. But it's really God's way of saying, like, don't miss me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to sow something in your life, and it might seem inconvenient to you because you have your own way of doing things. But I, at this moment, I'm speaking into your life, so listen. Like, listen, little girl. Mm-hmm. I love you, you know? And sometimes the most inconvenient things bear the most <laughs> fruit, you know? like it's so true. You know, like, look at Mary again. Like, mm-hmm. this was not convenient to be 14 and not married mm-hmm. and, have you know, bearing the son, savior of the world. And all that came along with that, all the heartache that was going to come, the piercing of her immaculate heart there's nothing convenient about that you know and i've thought about that too michelle like with your story of adoption with your children and there's nothing convenient about that 
but mm. it is such an amazing and beautiful act of love. Like that's been so stunning to me. There was nothing convenient about the situation, you know, um, mm. but it was your in openness. Any way, yeah, in, in any way. In any way, you know, um, but it bore life and fruit and goodness and, and these inconvenient interruptions, I yeah. think, is something that we need to shift our perspective on. Mm. It's so funny that you say that because a friend that I've uh, known through the adoption community just adopted a little boy in China. And I was just been watching their journey on mm. Facebook the last couple of days. And, of course, it was one you know, interruption after another when they were in China. It was one roadblock after they got him, and they finally got him, and they were at the embassy, and it was for hours, and they finally flew back to the States, and they're in Mm -hmm. Atlanta, and, of course, Atlanta got snow, so they flew into Chicago, and then they were going to be delayed for, like, 23 hours. I mean, it was a ridiculous amount, so they end up renting a car now in Detroit or Chicago. I I don't know where they are, Michigan or um, Illinois, but... uh, Renting a car somewhere up there, and they're driving home to Atlanta right now after flying home from China and oh all this. Goodness. I mean, but it just reminded me like, this is God's love. Like this is such a good revelation of salvation history. Like I will <laughs> go to the embassy for you and then I'll fly yeah. over here and then your flight will be delayed and we'll rent a car. And then because all the snow, you know, coming down South, you know, we'll be delayed. But that is how he pursues us. Mm-hmm. But man, does that promise take a long time? It yeah. seems like um, God is never late, but man, He's never early either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Which flies in the true? face of yeah. our culture. You yeah, know? like everything is immediate. Like we're being conditioned for everything to be immediate. Mm-hmm. Everything, like everything we see on YouTube and microwaves, and just mm-hmm. everything is so instantaneous. We want our, you know, our microwave to do it faster, or our internet to be faster. Like everything seems slow, and uh, that's not God's pace. It just isn't. It isn't. And I think about Mary, and I think about this promise of a Savior that is going to be born for her. And then she has a Savior, and she raises this little boy, you know, and he's hers, and they're quiet for a long season. You know, it's just them and um, Nazareth until he's 30. And then he has these three years, and he's doing ministry, and people are saying, I'm like, I'm just thinking through her eyes, like, what is she seeing? Like, this is her son. It's so beautiful. She's saying, and then at 33, he dies. And in her mind, she's like, all right, this is not what I think life was going to look like. I, oh, so true. Yeah. This is not what I thought I signed up for. Like, if we knew the whole picture, but then it's the resurrection, you know, and then it's more than she could have ever asked or dreamed. And then it's yeah. the falling of the Holy Spirit. And it's more than she could ever yeah. ask or dreamed. And so she sees this, but man, the fulfillment. But what if she just stopped after he was crucified. I mean, she is waiting. And I think that's so much me. Like, God's like, you will settle for half of my promise instead of the full fulfillment of my promise. Mm -hmm. You know, I know just praying for one of my adopted kids, like, I think I may even have told this story before. God really challenged me. He said, don't, and I can't even say it without tearing up, but he's like, don't pray for this child's half restoration Mm -hmm. or half healing. Either you pray for every single thing in her life to be healed or don't pray at all. You know, it was like God saying, do you trust who I say I am? But mm-hmm. isn't that how we are? Like, mm-hmm. if you just give me this, like, or like, yeah, if, it's you enough, know, it's enough. if it's enough, like if I can just get to this point or if this will just happen, then I'll be okay. And whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. I just see different friends of ours, like if I could just get married or if I just have this child or I'm fill in the blank or if my husband just gets this job or whatever it is. And God's like, I, my promises are bigger. Yeah. You know, my exactly. promises are bigger yeah. and uh, my fulfillment's. My promises are bigger, mm-hmm. you know. But I go, always go back to God, though, and be like, I want to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. <laughs> you know, yeah. not now, not a couple <laughs> generations, yeah. but, you know, right now. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, and Mary had a decision to make. She did have a choice. She wasn't she forced to say yes. You know, what if she didn't? 
oh my gosh. You know, that idea of like, my yeses matter in the kingdom. Oh, yeah. Not that God is dependent on me in any way, but he desires to cooperate with me. Mm -hmm. And will I cooperate with his plan? Like if my answer is, you know, coming with suspicion or like, well, you better come through or, or else, you know, we somehow threaten God in a way. But I mean, yeah, our yes needs to be complete. Yes. You know, the openness, which can bear abundant fruit. I also think about like in the story of Mary and Jesus coming into the world. I'm like, there was people living around them. Like, did they know? Mm Mm-hmm. They probably didn't know, yeah. you know? And I'm like, how often is that me where I, like, cannot see the Savior? And he's probably right close, mm-hmm. you know? It's really uh, an interesting thing for me to ponder, that Jesus is closer than I think often. Mm. And I, I often can't see where he is, but he's right there, you know? And that's another area of belief. Like, he hasn't mm-hmm. abandoned us. Mm-hmm. He's with us in the journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, I pray for that a lot. And uh, I was going to say something else, but I just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> so, I'm looking at the two people so, we're together. You're so enamored with our presence. <laughs> I am. I'm just overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. But I think Christmas is a beautiful time to renew these promises. Yeah. Like, the church gives us so many opportunities oh. over and over again because, you know, I may have had times in my life where I'm like, yes, Lord, I'm I'm a full on like I'm all in and I really believe and then you go through seasons where not so much there's been heartache and sorrow and yeah. your faith is waning and um and the church provides these opportunities for mm-hmm. us to enter in again like yeah let's go there again let's make it fresh again mm-hmm. like make a new yes and we can mirror um the christmas story in our own hearts mm-hmm. so yes the word is being announced to us will we say yes and invite mm-hmm. jesus in to be born again in our heart and will we present him to the world you know will we journey with him in the quiet will we ponder these things in our hearts like there's so many opportunities for us this season to enter in which i our dear listeners would just love to encourage you to um take advantage of this season especially if you feel far away you know and your faith has been waning Mm -hmm. you know there is a gift being presented to you the gift Mm -hmm. of faith which um is for all of us so Mm -hmm. And it was interesting when we were all together for Immaculate Conception, like Sister said, and Father Joe kept on talking about fiat, you know, but what is our own personal fiat? Like Mm -hmm. Heather said, what do we need to be obedient to? What is he asking of us right now just to say yes? Mm-hmm. You know, be it done to me according to thy word. You yeah. know, what, and that's such a powerful word is fiat. Mm-hmm. And what is he asking us to say yes to? What promises, but what obedience is he asking us? Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of times, you know, at least personally for me, I think of obedience as something I have to do or almost like a chore. Yeah. And the scripture says, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Mm-hmm. And so God always reminds me, it's not an obedience problem. It's a love problem. Yeah. Like, you know, so if you oh, love me, mm-hmm. you will yeah. obey my commandments because mm-hmm. we're in relationship mm-hmm. and his commands are good and mm-hmm. his statutes are good. And it goes back to what I think of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, it's really to hear the obey word. The, the word comes from to hear. So you're yeah. hearing the heart of your lover. Yeah. You're hearing the heart of your beloved, which is a totally different thing than obeying a taskmaster yeah. versus hearing the heart of the one you love. Mm. And wouldn't you want, don't we all want to do that? Mm-hmm. We want to just be at one with the one that we we love. And um, well, my spiritual director is really wonderful. And he was saying, you know, there's times in our life where, where we have those parts where we just don't feel faithful. Like we don't feel like, man, I don't want to do this today. Or, mm-hmm. And I think especially, you know, our founder would always tell us that, the, the church changes seasons like from December 17th to Christmas we have the O antiphons like mm-hmm. O key of David O mm-hmm. 
And he said, those are times where we enter with Mary on the journey to Bethlehem. Like you just spend time with her on the donkey and just walk with Mm. them in the quiet. And, and, you know, my spiritual director was saying it's like those times, especially where maybe we feel far from God is to ask the saints to intercede for you. He said, you don't have to walk this path alone. He's like, so often we do this alone. Like, okay, I got to, he said, no, you have your guardian angel. You have the whole heavenly host. He said, invite a few saints to be like, can you pray this for me today? I just don't, or, and I, I thought that was such great wisdom. And I can't tell you how many times I've done that just in my own life of like, all right, St. Catherine of Siena, I need you to, I need you to pray this for me. Or I need you to pray this with me. Or I need you to help me here. And it does, it lightens the load or asking the seraphim, the burning ones that stand before God and burn with fire, like set my heart on fire, mm-hmm. like melt my heart, the frozen parts of my heart, set me on fire and help me to be more receptive, like the deepest receptivity that I can possibly come to, to receive the savior so that he's born into my soul and born in the souls of others. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we can so easily miss the point. Like, yeah. that's so beautiful. Like, when you talk about things like that, sister, I'm like, oh, yes. Like, you know, in my, my own heart. But often I am I live in my misconceptions of who God is yes, in my relationship. You know, it's yeah. like we go through our day and we don't even recognize how often we distrust the heart of God. Or do you think he's a taskmaster? Or, okay, I just have to make a choice to do the right thing. Like, this is hard. There's mm-hmm. rules. I have to obey the mm-hmm. rules. And we forget that it is about relationship, like you were saying, Michelle. And mm-hmm. there's a lover there. Mm-hmm. Um, the lover. Love himself, who is yeah. offering us this relationship. And when we think about it in those terms of what the truth is, it's like, why do I wrestle so much with that? Yeah. Why do I fight against that so much? It's like, so why, why am I not more open to love himself why do why am i guarded you know Mm -hmm. these are good questions i think for us to ask i'm asking these questions constantly in my life why am i being guarded right now what is Mm -hmm. going on here Mm -hmm. what does god need to to heal or thaw or whatever in my own heart Mm -hmm. you know which even this season of winter it all speaks to the same like there's so many things in our world if we would open our eyes and ears to hear that are speaking themes that we need to ask in our own hearts you know Mm -hmm. And I think that it changes the it changes the dynamics of belief as something you have to kind of muster up or just I'm just gonna muster it up I'm just gonna believe here you have to conjure it up it is some sort of feeling you have to conjure it's not it's really a, all it is is a simple openness of the heart right you know it is just a receptivity of like Lord increase my capacity like Saint Augustine says just you know stretch the wine skin and it's hard but it's the it's the pouring out and. Somebody sent me a beautiful quote from Tolkien this morning. Um, you know, I love J.R.R. Tolkien, and yeah. I'd never read it before, but it was him writing a letter to his son saying, you know, son, in all the ups and downs of life, he said, it's God alone that will sustain you. It's mm-hmm. in the Blessed Sacrament mm-hmm. you find romance, that you find beauty, that you find the Whoa. stability that you're looking for. Maybe I'll put it up for our listeners, but I, it was spoke such deep beauty to my soul today, and Tolkien was saying to his son, like, God is your deepest desire mm-hmm. among all of the things that are passing. Like, he is your deepest desire, and he will never fail you. Yeah. I was like, oh, amen. That's awesome. Amen. That's a good place to wrap up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, really good. So, ladies, um, our one thing as we end our little series on Advent, do y'all have a one thing you want to? <laughs> <laughs> no. I feel like we should play the Journey song to end Don't Stop Don't Believing. Stop <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I think we that, that so Michelle's going to do a bonus track of her singing that song for our listeners. Yes. So let me not. Let me just tell you, our <laughs> listeners, that sister was serenading me in the grocery store to Rihanna this morning. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can't confirm nor deny so. any rumors you may have heard about uh, that. Uh, yeah. I, we were singing ZZ Top this morning, though, as we were cleaning your kitchen. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because every girl's crazy about a shower. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, listeners. There you go. <laughs> oh, it's too much. What a gift to be together. And um, I think something that I just, you know, I'm thinking of for our listeners, we're, we're really grateful for all of you and for mm-hmm. entering into this um, with us. We feel like we are on a journey together. We're glad that you're joining us. And yeah. Um, and hope that you'll continue walking with us. We have some great things planned for the new year for our podcast mm-hmm. and hope that you'll continue to join us. We have a couple series that we're thinking about that we're getting Ooh, pretty excited so about. Yeah. I might actually have to study. And, Dang, uh, I know. Really Michelle's prepare. making us do homework, people. That's, yeah. she's a, you know, I mean, seriously. Seriously. You have to like read and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> she, she acts all fun and stuff, but she's tough. She's <laughs> like, hey, girls. I know. Together. <laughs> Heather's going to have to pick up a book. The struggle is real. <laughs> <laughs> I have to read. I have to read. But it'll be great. Um, so, Heather, what is your one thing? Yeah. Okay. So, my one thing is soup. Oh, with Bailey's? With the Bailey's. I'm just going <laughs> to stick with soup. Okay. I mean, I'm not somebody in the wintertime. I can't do my... You know my smoothies and it's hard salad is salad even it's harsh. really hard yeah. yeah so soup is like you're a comfort most, food girl yeah I want the warmth like I'll sometimes even have a good awesome bowl of oatmeal for lunch because I just yeah, love the coziness the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so anyway I'm gonna throw up a good soup recipe for everybody don't throw it up please <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong choice of words I will put on the website a soup recipe. <laughs> all right michelle i have two one thing so i have yeah they had twins this week and so the first one thing is sister miriam i got a new iphone a week ago yes and it was a beautiful iphone and i'm very thankful because if anyone knows me i could care less about technical Mm -hmm. objects Mm -hmm. but um i haven't set up my new iphone so it's in this beautiful box with a beautiful case and sister miriam was driving her insane yeah we couldn't deal we they yeah. cannot deal that <laughs> i have not set up right and i was now. still using my really old iphone <laughs> iphone 2 i think it was <laughs> <laughs> like archaic dinosaur so the flip iphone <laughs> so she's asking me yeah totally flip iphone so she's asking me all these questions like have you backed up this have you backed up them like, speak english <laughs> sister speak again. english i don't speak apple yeah. <laughs> so, for an hour and a half, she set up. My... And then I just took over. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. So we just like set up your iPhone for so you. So she set up my Peace iPhone on for it, me. Put the glass on it. We're, yeah. And we are all set. The second one thing is, I just have to thank all of our listeners, and especially the ones that are missionaries that are um, uh, missionaries here, stateside missionaries abroad. Because I was at a wedding with a couple of you all last week, and um, your words were so encouraging. Like you introduced yourself to me, and um, but it was got a really kick out of listening to you guys tell me how the podcast um, has affected you but I just want to commend you on being missionary and being Amen. obedient and mm-hmm. going out there and um, we are praying for you and we are all called to be missionary mm-hmm. but um, once that, that is your vocational role right now you guys are my one thing for this Aww, week sister yeah. Well, I think for myself, it was yesterday spending time with you guys, and we celebrated December 8th, which is a beautiful solemnity, but it was also the 15-year anniversary of my vows as a religious Mm -hmm. sister, and so I just, 15 years of poverty, chastity, obedience to Jesus who called me, and I just was just overwhelmed with gratitude yesterday, and just just the beauty of religious life, of belonging to Him, and being a sign of of heaven, of the bride of Christ, and I just... uh, my one thing is Jesus. 
this mm-hmm. week. <laughs> and just in gratitude for Dang all the Dang it, years. she's so much holier than us. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, just... Yeah. Oh, I need it, ladies. I need it. So, um, mm, it's beautiful. But anyway, yeah, it was a great... So to spend it with the two of you especially was one of the deepest joys of my heart. So yeah, It was nice. really awesome. It was. Uh, Thursday night before Heather flew in, we all decorated our... My Christmas tree here at my house, and so it was my kids and Sister Miriam and a good friend of ours, Father Joe, and we had a couple young adults over here too, Annie and Melanie, and um, so I'm like, this is what family looks like. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just like a total, complete feeling of family, mm-hmm. you know, just to have our family and people that are like family to us and have, you know, the religious sister and Father Joe, and I'm like, this is what God, I mean, this is what the church intended. This yeah. is what family Amen. is. Yeah. Yeah. So, which was perfect Advent, you know, mm-hmm. and then, so yeah, all good. Yes. Well, dear listeners, thank you so much. And blessed are you. Blessed are you in all the ways that God loves you. And we just pray for you this season, this Christmas season, that your heart would be open to his gift, the gift of himself to you and to your families. We wish you every blessing and every peace and joy in this Christmas season. And if you enjoyed our episode, would you please share it with a friend? You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com. Huh? And on Spotify. And on Spotify now. Yeah. Oh, girl, we? she just dropped that. I think we're getting fancier I all think the time. We're so fancy. I don't we're know. only fancy because Jean. Thank you, Jean. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. Jean Montrestelli, yeah. who does all things podcasts for us, and he is a genius and just a wonderful human being. He so, is. Yeah, Thank you, Jean. Right. Yeah, don't cut that out, Jean. Let the listeners hear that. <laughs> Yeah, so you can go to our website, find discussion questions, click on the um, the picture that you want for our episode, and you can um, just journey together with us. And please know of our prayers for you. And until next time, we will be abiding together with you. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. And Merry Christmas.